This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Well, we have had dozens, if not hundreds, of, I think, great conversations across the course Mm -hmm. of these last seven topsy-turvy work-at-home months, but few have resonated with us as much as one of our early pandemic conversations with John Hope Bryant. He is the founder and chief executive officer of Operation Hope. He joins us on the phone from Atlanta. We met him in person about 150 years ago at the Super Bowl down in Atlanta. He's been doing some phenomenal work in the meantime, as he was before that, and he's got a new book. It's called Up From Nothing. He joins us from the ATL. John, really nice to have you with us. How are you? Uh, honored to be with you. We are, you know, it's like a, you're right. It's like 150 years later, given the, given how much the world has changed. Um, we're sitting in a moment in history now, but history doesn't feel historic when you're sitting in it. It just feels like another day. Uh, but that doesn't mean the moment is not truly special. So, uh, I want to thank you all for leaning in and continuing to give people good information and content during this time, keeping them inspired and you know feeling like they're in control of their lives. Well, John, one thing, you know, in saying that, you know, I think we we spoke with you in early June, right? And and the world was reeling and shocked by what happened to George Floyd in in Minneapolis. And so I have to say, I agree with Jason, like your conversation really stayed with us on so many different levels. And we've referenced it and repeated it several times on our air. Has, are you seeing anything out there that's progressed since then? Uh, yes, I think America's found her heart button. Um, you know, you can say you like what the protesters are doing or you don't like what the protesters are doing. But what you absolutely have to say is, my God, they have heart. Um, and you can say you don't like what's happening with uh, some of this candidate's supporters or that candidate's supporters. But, my God, do we have an active democracy. And if this had happened in China, you'd disappear. If this had happened in Russia, you'd disappear. So, in the, so that's, that's in the, it's sort of in the larger scheme of things. And then specifically, I, I like that when this whole thing hit, I got a call from this administration's Treasury Department, who I actually, I actually admire the Treasury Department. I have some problems with the other parts of the government, uh, respectfully stated. But the, the Secretary of the Treasury, they called us, John, we need help. Uh, we want to help small businesses. And so I helped them design parts of the PPP program in a week. Um, and now, of course, not, we now know that 96% of all black businesses don't have an employee. They, they don't have the banker with a bank teller and didn't have the bank relationship to get in line to get the money. And that, that's another problem we now have to solve. But I like that, that it was one government. It may have been for two weeks, but it wasn't Republican <laughs> right. and Democrat. It was for, for two weeks, it was one America. <laughs> yeah. And I like the fact that you have all these CEOs stepping up because the government leadership is unclear and markets hate clouds as you know at bloomberg and, and you have these ceos stepping up saying knock it off america let's stand up and they're making commitments i mean real money uh, some of it's pr but most of it is real commitments and real money ceo of walmart real dude ceo of paypal real dude you know ladies and men uh stepping up and, and doing real stuff because 90 percent of all jobs come from the private sector and 100 percent of legitimate wealth comes from the free enterprise system so, you, so when they step up, it reminds me of the civil rights movement. Uh, it reminds me of what happened and we had our last, what I call the second reconstruction. This is, my opinion, the third reconstruction, which is why this book I've got out now, Up From Nothing, is so important for this moment, getting our minds right. We need solutions that are larger than the problems that we seek. 
We need and, solutions. And John, you know, I, I'm glad you brought up the book because the timing is perfect in many ways because I think we needed to be reminded in this pandemic. It's a moment of reflection for sure. And obviously the dueling pandemics that, that we've all talked about in this national and long overdue reckoning uh, about our history and, and some systemic inequalities. But one of the things you remind us about in the book is that you can reflect, but then you got to go do it. You got to get after it. And, and I do wonder sort of what you learned about or sort of relearned as you were putting this book together along those lines of kind of getting after it. I learned that my gut instinct was correct on this, that uh, even if you want to distribute money, money like a socialist, you've got to first collect money like a capitalist. Um, I, I learned that this country was made from poor people, struggling immigrants from all places and races. And people today forget the, these, these, yes, white, mostly white immigrants were, were not allowed into the office buildings and they were not given business cards and salaries. And the last major protest we had uh, like this was 100 years ago plus, which was the, the precursor to the New Deal. And these were all white people back then. I mean, folks protesting. I mean, the protest today looked like uh, uh, kindergarten compared to what was going on in the early 1900s by all white or new immigrants. And then they were allowed to come in to the economy and they got the New Deal. And then later on, it was the New Marshall Plan. And these were government initiatives in used to invest, not give away, invest in the population, which then created economic return for the country and a sense of fair play. So I was reminded that we really, that we are our worst enemy and our best asset. Everybody wants to be an American, but Americans. But what's wrong now is our mindset. Mm. What's, what's, what's wrong now is that we, we're now pitted against each other. This is ridiculous. This only benefits China and Russia, and China and Russia who want to be us. It's crazy that we've got citizen against citizen, against citizen, Republicans against Democrats, a black against white, rich against poor, capitalists against working class. What kind of crazy mess is this? The, the, the Bible says a house divided cannot stand. That's biblical. And, and it's also common sense. John Hope Bryant, founder, chairman, CEO of the Atlanta-based global nonprofit Operation Hope. And he does have a new book out just yesterday, Up From Nothing, The Untold Story of How We and in parentheses, all succeed. And that's really important. And that's where I wanted to start, John, because one of the things that I kept repeating after our conversation with you back in June was this whole idea of having a seat at the table. And after George Floyd and the protests, because I think you were having conversations with people about, let's do this calmly. And, and people were coming to you saying, well, wait a minute, John, it's easy for you to say you have a seat at the table. We don't. And so yeah. this is how we get noticed. Are we going to get to make sure that everybody has a seat at the table? Are you seeing any signs of progress along those lines? Yes, I think that people, the leaders I'm talking to now, get that this time is different. You know, this happens every 100 years or so. You know, 18, sorry, 1760 to 1780, 1850 to 1870, uh, uh, 1950 to 1970, um, we killed the last two um, great leaders, by the way, who tried to push this innovation, Lincoln and Dr. King. Uh, This is, to me, a third reconstruction um, that's going to last for about 10 years. And I think that it's also happened 30 years early. This shouldn't have happened. This should have happened, you know, 30, 40 years from now. Mm. But people, people are tired. They're tired of kicking the can down the road. And I think 
God has a sense of humor. He gave us a global health pandemic, worse than 100 years, an economic crisis, and a 400-year-old social justice reckoning, and told us all basically to knock it off. On top of that, an environmental crisis. I think we've got a chance for a reset here. We've got to get our minds back in the game. We've got too many people on it with a surviving mindset. That, mean, that tends to make you focus on me and not we, our politicians, all the way down to our protesters. I, I told some of the protesters who, who, who I said, look, I understand your pain. I'm with you. But, you, but blaming your neighbor doesn't make you any wealthier. <laughs> and, and anger is not a strategy. We've got to get you from the, suite, from the streets into the suites. The politicians can't keep cutting us up and dicing us and it's spreading us because a house divided cannot stand. So we need to move back to the theme that made us who we are, that made Bloomberg what it is, which is a winning mentality. And a winner believed they were a winner before they won anything. This is fundamental. And that comes from the way you were raised, the ways you were cultured, the, the way you were nurtured. We need hunters <laughs> more than we need skinners and cooks. <laughs> we need winners who build things more than we need. And we can't have the survivors outnumber the winners. And thrivers, the middle class, is fantastic, but they, we need things for them to do, which is what the winners build so that they can sustain. And all this comes down to what I call the five pillars of success. All this is in the book, by the way. And I've really, I've really taken the emotion out of it and reduced succeeding in America, or any country in the world, I believe, down to five fundamental principles. You get three or more of those right, and you kill it. And if you don't, you're left behind. And we, we need, everybody needs to understand, this is not charity or a handout. Racism is a tax, a levy on everybody's prosperity. And so, John, only got about a minute left, and, and highly recommend this book. Couldn't recommend it more, and, and you'll have to check it out to get those five pillars of success. But bring us back to Atlanta. What are you seeing there on the ground? Because it is the cradle of civil rights. You know that better than anyone are there signs of hope there? Because I feel like if these things are going to take root, and I'm very biased to Atlanta, as you know, it's my hometown, yeah. like yeah. it's going to start in places like that. What are you seeing? I'm seeing that we're uh, doubling down on, on our old business plan. Uh, I was concerned that we would, would continue to sort of splinter. You know, the, the Andrew Youngs and the, mm -hmm. the, the C.T. Vivians and all the heroes and sheroes here, that they're falling away. They're getting older. Where's the next generation? I'm seeing them step up. And I'm seeing whites and blacks sit at the table and say, how can we produce some more green? So, so I, I love that we're trying to figure out how do we repair the breach. Uh, and that is very inspiring. It is a moral center for the country. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. We always love catching up with you. Thank you so much. John Thank Hope Bryant, you. he's got a new book. It is called Up From Nothing. Check it out. Founder and CEO of Operation Hope. And uh, as we said at the top, He's a guy that we constantly go back to, even when we're not talking to him directly. We're talking about him in, in many ways. And I know because his name comes up in lots of conversations that I have with people. He is, he is yeah. advising a lot of big names on how to think about all of these issues, Carol. And thank God, because, you know, the things that he says, racism is a levy on everyone's prosperity. I remember from that initial conversation that this is a financial story. This is a wealth story. Yeah. And we need to get to the heart of it to make sure we can make uh, a change in all of this. All right. John Hope Bryant, man. I feel inspired.